Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the In-Universe Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. And today we hit 100, We baby. did it. We've, technically, with our, with our yeah, commentary. Yeah, the numbers are a bit off. Don't look at the numbers. It's, it's don't, over don't 100. Try to it don't, out. don't care. Who cares? This is our 100th actual episode of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we did it. And, and a little cream on top of the crop. Two okay. year anniversary. Yeah, we've been doing this for two years. Hit a hundo, baby. We hit a hundo. We've been doing it for two years, which seems like so long. Um. Yeah. Anyways, for this special anniversary episode, uh, we're we're both each horribly, <laughs> horribly <laughs> sick. I'm. I think I'm starting to become on the mend most of the worst parts of it are i think fucking knock on wood over for me at the moment um but i'm not tip top uh and 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 my good friend andrew here has just started his journey i'm just starting i'm not that bad as of right now although out of nowhere right when we started hating this uh record button (laughs) to start this i'm like i think i am going to vomit so that might happen at some point in this episode um but yeah i i just got sick last night um i hope because i'm not that bad these are unconnected we are this is a coincidence that we are both sick at the same time one of us did not cause the other one to get sick yeah it could have easily been that because we were planning we were um, uh get together to record some anniversary content then it happened because adam got sick yeah, then when like, he hey man i'm said, sick i probably shouldn't yeah then we're like all right we'll wait till the actual day of our anniversary to record um it's uh give him some time then the night before um <laughs> i got fucked up i got fucked up bad <laughs> yeah i don't i've i've tested i'm not positive for covid it's mm-hmm. as far as i can tell it's not covid it's just a bad flu yeah it's just it's just a terrible terrible flu but i hope i'm stronger than adam and i'm already also Look, on <laughs> to be fair my 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 girlfriend who is where i got this sickness as she believes she got it from a, a conference she was at um she's already basically fine mm-hmm. uh, and she got it 
and must have given it to me roughly pretty similar time frames. So she's made of sturdier stuff than I am, man. I'm <laughs> she she the worst of it, she was like had a bit of a fever and a cough because she was here when she was kind of going through the worst of it. Um the worst of it for me was like night and day. I was way worse than she ever was. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, hopefully I'm just built different. I man. hope so. I hope, <laughs> other friend of the show, Marco Gomez, has also had this sickness. Um, and he had it worse than either of us. He uh, was taken to the emergency room because he passed out, as far as I recall yeah. from him telling me. So, um, oh, Look, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to Marco <laughs> Gomez. Um, I... I it's pretty obvious he's the weakest of us though uh his tibias um <laughs> say it all um cool inside <laughs> joke that only have we mentioned that on the podcast no, we haven't that's like marco's biggest like quality I... we've had to have talked <laughs> about his true. weak weak tibias. I, I, this is great for an anniversary this is really <laughs> only for those who have been here the whole time i guess oh <laughs> Yeah, uh, Marco, our friend, as um, he had a condition. I do believe he said it was some form of osteoporosis. I could be yeah, wrong. He's not here to explain himself, and I'm yeah. not a doctor. But, yeah, I think he said it was some form of osteoporosis. And while he was at boot camp for the Army, um, he was marching with some very heavy packs. Um, and his legs, apparently, and this may not be 100%, he can correct me later, as far as I recall from the story, his legs were just hurting like insanely bad. And so he, he went and was like, oh, I think I need to stop. They took him to the doctor there and we're like, oh, you've broken both your tibias. <laughs> both of them are basically just like nearly shattered. You need to get off your feet right now. How are you currently standing? And then he was in a wheelchair for a very long time and bedridden for a very long time. And then he wasn't in the army anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, our country lost a great soldier that day. I I, I do believe that very much. Yes, <laughs> that's a cool little lore. But yeah, this is on our good friend Marco. This is not the Marco episode. <laughs> Crazy if our anniversary episode, <laughs> our hundredth episode, was the Marco episode. Well, yeah, dude, he was he was a part of our great history. <laughs> out of our country of our <laughs> um, he, but he... Our, our actual topic today um is basically our anniversary and we thought a fun thing for that because our first two episodes were uh superman and then batman so we're gonna do them together like they often are it's yeah. the world's finest like no. this podcast <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> i don't i don't have the patience for that kind of bullshit today calm it down i'm trying to be jovial <laughs> yeah well <laughs> i'll wait for you to finish ah uh, i'm good well <laughs> this episode's gonna be a fucking mess oh yeah um yeah so <laughs> <laughs> All the way for you to be finished. This is fun. A little tip for tat. Editing this is gonna. Be oh, it's gonna be a nightmare, man. So yeah, we're gonna do a little bit of talking about 
Superman, Batman, them, you know, coming together, meeting each other. It's happened them in boys. various adaptations several times. Yeah, there we'll talk from the comics about it too. Yeah, there, we'll we'll talk about them together. But we'll also while uh, they're dating. Oh, I do believe there's at least one universe where that's true. They they, they love to see it happen. You get the Tumblr community on that shit. They'll be. <laughs> Well, it's it's that's why it's so strange that they aged up John and not Damien, because then they could have kind of done something like that. Yeah, in canon, they do. They really... I mean, I guess they could with um Tim. Yeah, I guess they could, but Tim and John have never interacted, as far as I'm. I mean, I'm I mean, sure I'm sure they now. have. Yeah, they definitely have. But I'm sure they have by now. But they don't far, have that dynamic. They don't really. But I talk. would prefer that. Um, yeah, I, this it seems like this episode is going to be just random thoughts kind of connected to the two characters. <laughs> but I would prefer like that, that first over Damien and John or Tim and Connor. Because I think that uh, there's when you introduce a character and you reveal they're gay or whatever, a lot of people want to just be like, Oh, that means this friendship is a romantic one, not mm-hmm. a platonic one. Um, and I think that's Lame. dumb. Yeah. Gay gay people could have guy friends that they're well, not involved. Real, real hot take. We're, talk- we're we're hitting through the real the real tough questions now. Can gay people have friends? Yeah, gay people and look. <laughs> If there's one thing about our podcast, you walk away with understand. We support gay people having friends. <laughs> well, dude, let's let's yeah. Um, one, I would prefer that he doesn't end up with Damien because I think Damien's a bad person overall. Yeah, look, uh, um... probably a bad partner. But uh, also, uh, as far as I'm aware, and I don't read these comics, so that might have changed by now. Uh, he's got a boyfriend who seems lovely. So, yeah, I I don't I know nothing about him. I think he's um, got pink hair. Other than that, I don't know nothing. Wait, no, is that is that his boyfriend? I think so. Doesn't Tim's boyfriend have pink hair? I don't know. I don't think so. That I would probably remember because Tim's my favorite Robin. Well, then what color hair does Tim's boyfriend have? As far as I I don't know if he has a boyfriend at the moment. No, he does. Tim's That's when they revealed he was or he was at least dating. Like going on dates with a guy, because that's when they revealed he was bi. I think he might be blonde. It's either pink hair or blonde for sure. One of those choices. <laughs> uh, I would um, also very much not like Tim to date John, because even though they've aged him up, it would still feel really weird. Yeah, no, there's that's a no-win situation for John there, because um, like it's like oh, it, it, for one, if it is with Damien, he's seventeen. Damien's like fourteen or whatever. Um. And then if it is with Tim, he's still like kind of like a fourteen year old, <laughs> um, and that's kind of an it's issue weird. Yeah, it's not. Great. I have with. I wonder. Any, he... it's a big situation. I don't think people should be dating with someone when they're in a big situation. I agree. I just I just don't think that's okay. And it's look, not... you, you could you could cancel me for that thought. You I don't think they're gonna burn me at the stakes, but I I I don't think bigs are okay. <laughs> Uh, so same I thing with the up. seventeen again. Seven, don't uh, date Very not good. Very not. I like that movie, but no dating in that movie is good. Um, 
Uh, you know, found... like him dating his own 17-year-old daughter. That's I very that much just a... like that. That's a <laughs> fucking crazy thing that nearly happens in that movie. Um, Look, I think dating a 17 again is better than dating um, uh, a big. A a big. Hanks big. Because yeah. a 17 again is, he's An only, yeah. yeah, he's only physically 17. And 17 it's close You're enough near. To no, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. No, I don't know well, about that. Well, I mean, phys- I mean, physically. I mean, physically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a okay. Great anniversary episode. This I mean, is going fucking gangbusters. I just, I just mean physically. Um, it's not like you're dating like a 12 year old person yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Which I know, like, there are some situations, like, I there is that one girl. Who has a genetic disease that yeah, she doesn't yeah. age physically, but mentally, like she's, she's like an adult. she's like thirty or whatever. And just because she doesn't age physically and she has this like disease, doesn't mean she doesn't deserve to be with somebody. Right, but I'm sure it must be tricky to find out. Yeah, you know, the type of guys who are in yeah, that- you you gotta you gotta. <laughs> this this would be the only situation that I would be okay with catfishing. <laughs> because you gotta make sure they fall in love with you for your personality first and not for your physicality well yeah and then even if they do fall in love with the catfish versions of you there's then becomes this real dilemma of when they meet the real you yeah yeah that's that's the problem with catfishing in general um when like because there's like catfishing to like hook up with someone and then there's catfishing with like mentally unstable people who uh um maybe mentally unstable is a bit harsh but people who are so insecure to the fact that they'll lie to someone for years about what they look like um and then like when you meet that person you're like okay i've had a connection with this person for years for like for so long but they also did lie to me catfishing in the messy subject let's not get into it yeah well i just i feel like this one's even messier because even if they are still into you that has its own dilemma in it because is that still good yeah because are they it's bad i feel bad for that lady i'm sure it must be very yeah Look, I, um, I, I'm sure it's not impossible, um, uh, especially if you, like, if you're on your dating websites or whatever. Um, I don't know if I would post like a bunch of pictures of yourself. Oh, I but you could, probably shouldn't. I, you could, you could describe your situation, um, and then like maybe communicate with someone and be like, "This is the situation I'm in." And whatnot instead you of go to a guy who um takes pictures of like children <laughs> and then he uses digital like uh technology to kind of guess at what they'll look like when they're no older. no because that's that's still kind of lying catfish well yeah like, but i think you're gonna have to do a little of that like because yeah i i'm just saying i wouldn't post any pictures of yourself and just describe the situation you're in <laughs> but even so then people could get on bored with that by getting to know them and learning if they're a good person before you're introduced them to yourself 
physically or whatever. Right, but even but just by reading it, pedophiles can read. Yeah, but that's why you got to get to know the person first. All right, a hard, okay. hard left turn because this is getting to a strange conversation. Um, I figured I found out who John's boyfriend is. He does have pink hair. His name is Jay Nakamura. Um, oh yeah, I knew that. I could have yeah. told you that. Well, I you didn't. That. So, <laughs> well, I just I remembered. I just remembered that. I remembered. Um, Apparently, he's an he's an activist. That's pretty cool. Activist for what? I have no clue. It just says um, just he's everything. A um, uh, he began a relationship with his male friend Jay Nakamura, a superhero. Wait, he's also a superhero and an online activist. That's all it says. Okay, yeah, that's cool. What is Tim's boyfriend? Does he no. also have pink and or blonde hair? I don't I don't know. It'd be strange if they both have pink hair. Crazy that the only way these writers understood that the that people are gonna care that he's like bi is if that he dates like a guy. It feels like it's a little bit by erasure to be like, well, he's still dating a lady. He's not actually bi. Uh, yeah. He's blonde. His name's Bernard. Yeah. I get it with Tim because Tim was kind of a bi discovery or whatever, where he started to like a dude and then he's like, oh, I think that might be like something there. Um, but um is John by or is John just gay? I, I read by on the Wikipedia article that came up. So uh, okay, all right, that makes some sense. I don't know. I stopped reading comics. <laughs> <laughs> I have as well, uh, which is crazy because now we're going to talk about Superman and Batman. <laughs> yeah, twenty minutes into the episode. <laughs> um, you see, if I wasn't addled at the moment, I probably could remember this, but I don't recall the first time they met in the real comic books. Um, is it that one? Isn't it the one where it's like the cover where like Superman standing off to the side, Superman and Batman are standing off to the side, and then Robin comes like punching his way through that like little screen? Maybe, but isn't that paper? also just the first introduction of the Boy Wonder? Is when he bursts through that. Yeah, I think it's like a rip off that or Superman just also there. Um, but I could uh, no. No, it's not. It's weird. Apparently they met in 1939, the vigilantes. They meet uh for the first time at the Metropolis World Fair. <gasps> what? Well, they overcome their initial suspicion of each other, team up, and defeat the Ultra Humanite. The Ultra Humanite's the first person the two beat up together. I love oh, that, the Ultra Humanite. That oh. sucks for him, dude. It, oh, it would he's be having a, a bad day. Yeah, yeah, it would be a bad day for him if either one of those guys showed up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like, especially 1939, he could probably take Batman being like a gorilla and all. I don't know. I could easily see in, in 1939 Batman just wrestling a regular gorilla. <laughs> or shootings him, yeah. Because at that time, I think Batman had a Glock or something. Yeah. Um, so, look, bad time for... <laughs> look, a lot of stuff was happening to gorillas at the time in comics that um, 
we we might regret nowadays. We might regret our depiction of what we've done to Gorilla. Oh, that's starting to sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, that's. Oh, that's... I think I found the the issue that you were thinking of the cover that you were thinking of. It's not the only one I've seen of it, but it's kind of a yellow background. It's got yeah, Superman yeah. and Batman. Uh, and Robin is just also there. He's not bursting out. That is the introduction yeah, okay. thing. And there is just a certain... Why won't it let me... No, there it is. He's just kind of standing there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There is a circle for some reason. I think that's the World's Fair, but... Yeah. He's just, I, it just sucks we don't do the World's Fair anymore. Yeah. Well, I, I they're wanna... not great, I guess. They're real... They had a real racist undertone for a long time. Well, yeah, look, that's fair, but um, we, 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 we do, I want to see the we technology could do good of the now. future. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the technology of the future. I want when the World's Fair to come out. Disneyland gets improved like tenfold each time because th- that happened heaps. Where Disneyland yeah. was just like, yeah, we went to the World's Fair. We figured out how to make cool ass rides. Yeah, Walt Disney was like, oh, I. Uh... House of the Future, you say? Give me one of them. <laughs> House of the Future, you say? Crazy, you he mean didn't live a in one Splash of Mountain? Like, he had the whole House of the Future at uh, Disneyland, but he was never like, yeah, I'll live in a House of the Future. He lived in a regular house, a rich man's house, but like yeah. a regular one. Yeah, look, some men want to give to the world what they don't want for themselves. Yeah, some men hate the Jews. Yeah, There's a lot men... of other races. Some men do hate the Jews at a lot of all other races. Most of those men, pretty bad, especially Walt Disney. <laughs> he was pretty awful. The story yeah. about him coming in, and uh, there was a Southeast Asian guy there, uh, and he was like, this guy's too dark for me. They were like, sir, he's not black. He specifically said no black people. He was like, I don't care. He's still too dark for me. Get him out. <laughs> Man, that's a cool move. Well, Disney was a fucking freak. <laughs> but um, he brought you the Dumbo ride, so yeah. I, I guess I, I guess karmatically he ever he, he balanced himself. Out. I don't think that's true necessarily. <laughs> well, maybe he will when they defrost his head or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was the first time they met, and apparently it was. Quite a big gorilla, but... <laughs> but they've met several times. I think um, we've talked about it before. But my favorite mm-hmm. time they've met is uh, the animated World's Finest. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty Tim good. Tim Burton, Tim Burton, oh Bruce Tim verse. Oh, dude, I wish Tim Burton had a Superman. Yeah, imagine he, like a he sequel got his to Nick Batman Cage. Returns. He got his Nick Cage Superman <laughs> off the ground that he was gonna do. Yeah. Oh God, I would pay so much money to see that. I think I would pay over two hundred dollars to see a screening of World's Finest um, with he, Tim Burton. Now, is it made uh, now? Uh, no, no, it's it, it would be of the time. Okay. But yeah, the the Bruce Tim World's Finest. That's probably my favorite time. They've inter- the the like first interaction of the two characters mm-hmm. kind of gets adapted. I think it's the one that works the best as each on like a character front. Nobody there is changed to suit the narrative of them interacting. Yeah, which I think is a is a common mistake that kind of happens. Like 
Yeah, like, they they turn Batman into a real asshole. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot of the times, which like I, I understand not, the idea. Yeah, yeah he, it's but... really trying like show like oh he's the dark one right he's the um, main one like there's uh oh what is it i think it's in hush there's a line i hate so fucking much um where it's batman and uh i think it's after superman got mind controlled or whatever and then he's like oh deep down clark is a good person and deep down i'm, I'm not, not. Yeah. and it's like okay shut the fuck up that's just not this is not that's... true. It, honestly, it's the reverse. Like on yeah, the surface, you're a bad yeah, person. Exactly. But deep down, you are. Yeah. And then like maybe there might be something interesting there. Or you could be like, oh, deep down, Superman's an asshole. But he's like, not. Superman's even just though through he's through. Not. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I wouldn't believe that for a second. But he is. Like objectively, <laughs> from the span where we're sitting as the reader and like arbiter of all of this he is like objectively he, he snapped that one guy's neck yeah and that one dog shit movie <laughs> speaking of those dog shit movies that's that movie is one of the worst offenders of all i don't i don't know about that i think that might have got the best depiction of uh <laughs> super <laughs> so um yeah, Batman and Zoom in is kind of the opposite of what I'm talking about, where they kind of go out of their way. It, it Batman's hit the worst with it, but Superman yeah, he usually is. He usually is. You're right, but yeah, the, um, uh, Superman is also. They're both just made like weird and and kind of petty and just mm-hmm. childish, and like how unwilling they are to talk to each other at, <laughs> at any point, really, and and. What's crazy is that like Zack Snyder and and the writers of that movie, they give lip service to the idea that either of them just want to talk this out. Mostly Superman is like, hey, I'm just mm-hmm. going to come talk to you. And then Batman does some stuff that at that point is like the equivalent of doing nothing to Superman. Like Superman is barely even like inconvenienced by the shit Batman does at that point. But he's like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done talking to this guy, even though he's done basically nothing. <laughs> and then he just is like, all right, fuck it. It pushes him over, and then the fight's on. It's like, why? <laughs> that fight does roll though. No, yeah, it's not the, it's not the worst it's, thing in the it's world. It's the best it's part just... of the movie. It no, is. no, the warehouse scene with Batman is the best part of the movie. Well, yeah, because that's almost just a screen grab from an Arkham game. <laughs> yeah, and that's the best Batman. But, but that f- fight scene is so it's good. Dope. It's a fun scene. But like, especially that bit when he's punching him in the face and the kryptonite starts. Oh to no, I meant I meant the one a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Where um he meets him in that alley and he's like, I just want to talk, Bruce. And then he like shoots him with the big guns. Yeah, he and hits him with like, like the sound. Yeah, and he's like, all right, now I'm done talking. And he puts like a hand on his chest and just like knocks him away. Yeah. It's like why? One, yeah, Batman, you could have you could have grabbed him, held him up like a little baby. Yeah, child. and then just like listen to me, you fucking freak, you, you fucking, fucking gimp in a goon. fucking monster suit. Just listen. But they're both being absolutely moron. Like Batman is like, no, I'm going to use something I know won't work just to piss him off, I guess. And because like he knows it won't work, otherwise why would he have gone and gotten the kryptonite and everything? Well, no, I think it's because it did affect a good bit it like brought him to his knees for a second well no it's just like a like it literally was like somebody pushing him a little bit like all it did was like he had to hunker down for a second 
but yeah i i get that you try what like no you always have a backup plan but i guess your first plan should be the kryptonite but you don't want a weaker backup plan than your primary plan um, but why so was like, his first plan not just the guy is saying he wants to talk hear him out maybe uh, yeah, maybe talk till you could get in close and stab him in the gut. He, with nothing else, yeah. Um, Have a little yeah. bit of kryptonite in your in your mouth, and then you reach in for a kiss and put it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, that that kind of shit happens all the time. With, and um, then it, Superman does it too, where he's I guess is impatient. So that's his flaw in that movie, yeah. where he could have just withstanded it and then been like, "All right, now can we talk?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, um, at that but, point, Batman's, I, I understand Batman's mad. He crashed his car into Superman or whatever. I'd be pretty pissed. I love how that car blinks off that. Do I love this movie? We did when we came out of it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking I might love it. Look, but, it blinks like off when he drifts around the corner, Superman <laughs> just standing there and it bounces off Superman. That's. That, I think that might be one of my favorite shots in cinema. I think, it, I think I was, I was, yeah, I guess he's mad because Superman wrecked his car. He like tore the roof I off. He's like, hey, we need to talk. But then, yeah, Batman wait, goes, what is it? Wait, how did that conversation go? Did he say we need to talk? And Batman went, I'm gonna kick your ass. And he's like, all right. And he left. Basically, yeah, he tore the roof off from memory and he was like, we need to talk. And then he was like, tell me, do you bleed? Yeah. Everyone was like, "All right, this guy's a fucking <laughs> this guy's asshole," <laughs> and he just blew off. I guess we need to rewatch this movie because I'm I'm thinking that this might be a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that bit where Batman's he's in the Batwing or whatever after a crash when he's fighting Doomsday <laughs> and Doomsday's about to annihilate him and you see the look of like acceptance on his face where he's like oh I'm about to die but what I like about about the, the Bruce Tim world's finest is that they don't they don't make either character go like go through this weird arc of being like yeah I'm an asshole I'm mm-hmm. not or anything like that there's still plenty of time for them to have a bit of a punch on and then become friends. There's mm-hmm. still plenty of time for them to like distrust each other. I I love how they handled the beginning. It's distrust. so good, yeah. I I love how much of a middle finger each one of them gives each other. I Superman just be scan his little fucking face with X-ray vision. He's like Bruce Wayne, and then Batman's like, "Fuck you! You don't think I could do that shit? Too? <laughs> I mean, it'll take me like a couple hours." Yeah, it took extra. him like multiple hours later because he put a tracer on him and then was just sitting, like following him around <laughs> all day. So you I know, know how fast Superman can move too. So he's he'd be in like one part of the city, go to the other part because he's Superman, and Batman's like, "Oh shit!" And has to go down, and get in his car. Drive to the other place. Well, you would place. just wait till he's in one place for for a while. For yeah. a while. And then but he was up, up on, on that, that building, yeah, with his binoculars. Yeah, but that, he was in like Superman was already getting ready for bed. He had his little jammies on. He brushed his teeth and everything. Like, okay, the, he's getting ready for the night. He probably just sat and watched some Wheel of Fortune or whatever. Uh so Batman's like, okay, this is where he's at. 
I, I I know it's not the case, but whenever I picture that scene and he looks out the window to see Batman, I always remember Batman flipping him off. No, he doesn't he gives it a little way. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. But like in my memory, it's Batman, Batman fuck you, asshole. <laughs> no, he's just, he, he's um, like got his binoculars and he's just like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, he's and amazing. what I really like about that one is how good it is because that's the start of the Superman-Batman relationship. Right. Because we then get time to like explore it later which i think is also one of the best like um I, well i'm, I'm glad it. that the the punch on before they they start to become friends is so short mm-hmm. it's so brief it's not like the point of the thing they interact the hey he gives he flips superman like judo style <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally only did it because he caught him by surprise yeah because Superman's superman. like, why would anybody try to flip me <laughs> so he judo flips superman and then immediately after that superman's like all right never mind no more plan around yeah and that would have been so good if halfway through the flip superman, superman just, just held him the air. yeah <laughs> he's like oh uh but no what i was saying is um i think that in the animated universe with that um afterwards after we get all that time with them because it goes on to justice league or whatever it's one of the best depictions of the batman superman relationship because mm. when batman and superman are done best together it's when they're actually friends when they're best friends yeah, yeah. when like they're like when they look at each other and like sue batman might not be clark kent's best friend but that's, he's definitely superman's Olsen, yeah. best friend well, well, yeah, no, that's, that's, no, that's pal. Well, it's just Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, not Superman's best friend, Jimmy Olsen, <laughs> and vice versa or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I hate to see like that sort of whenever like they spent all this time together. I hate to see that thing you were talking about where the characters sort of get degraded. I hate when that happens way after their first mm-hmm. interaction. Yeah. Like when like they have, hush where it's this yeah, weird turn. When they have this animosity towards each other because they're like, oh, I don't like how you do things and I don't like how you do things. Mm-hmm. I it, it just drives me fucking nuts um with that sort of bullshit. I completely I, agree. It's yeah. it's it's lame. Um two of the movies that I think do it pretty well are the Superman Batman movies. Oh um, yeah. Those are great movies. I think they're real fun. They're real different from each other too. Yeah. Like, they I have think... the same thing, but they're not really connected nearly at Yeah, all. they they seem like they should be connected, but, but they, they very much aren't. aren't. Yeah. No, like not even like no plot carryover except that they are yeah. both still Superman and Batman in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh different animation styles and like Yeah. Which, it's weird. Not which, a bad thing necessarily. It's yeah. Weird. I really like the um, Public Enemies yeah. animation style. Um, not crazy about um, what's the other one Apocalypse? called? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. See, I like about Apocalypse that. more. It's less kind of cartoony. I really like the cartooniness. I really it gives such know. like Everybody's a magical got that. nostalgic feel. I love how Captain Marvel looks in it. I hate how every man has the Rob Liefeld muscle. No, it's so good. I love that. I hate how sharp and angular everybody is in Apocalypse. The fight scene in in Apocalypse between Darkseid and Superman 
better than anything in Public Enemies, man. Yeah, look, I'm not saying I'm talking about art style alone. Well, yeah, like, but... even animation itself um, is separate from their art design. And well, whatnot. no, because you you have the art design, and part of that is how easy it is for the animation to kind of latch onto it. All those overly detailed abs are difficult for high motion action scenes. Yeah, but I think they still get it really well. Like, I might actually disagree with you. And I think that I prefer the public enemies, the fight in the field with all the villains over the Superman. Oh, it's so static. Everybody just kind of stands and maybe blasts. I'm not super into it. Yeah, I I love it. Um, uh, Very um, Danny Phantom. The whole background turns one color and it's just a kind of a screenshot of him throwing a punch kind of shit. Yeah, look, I haven't seen it in a while. I'm just going off memory, so maybe I'm wrong. But um, I, I, I remember really liking it. And, like, I, I love both movies a good deal. Oh, they're both great, yeah. Um, I like the story of Public Enemies much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I was just talking about the art design and whatnot for the most part. Especially, I, I really don't like Batman's design in it, like his face is like so like sharp and everything it's just off-putting to me i guess um and then i dislike that um bit at the end too where batman like threatens to blow up all of apocalypse which like i get what else are you gonna have batman do against dark side or whatever like how are you gonna keep him useful which i think is one of the weaknesses of the story of apocalypse is they did went so big and bombastic how do you keep batman relevant in that sort of deal um so uh i forgot what i was saying (laughs) i don't know yeah i i kind of like and it's part of the narrative it's one of the themes that the main difference between them is batman is willing to do stuff superman isn't like it's not making him a bad person he's just willing to go a little bit further over the line well yeah but batman further over the line should not be blowing up a whole planet for specifically even batman who his line is i won't kill a person which i guess he breaks that rule for aliens or whatever, so no, that's yeah, fine. sometimes he does that anyway. But also, yeah, he'll, I, I mean, think... he'll just fry a parademon or whatever. But there's a lot of people that like, there's a lot of just slaves on, yeah. But one, there. he's not just gonna, he's not pl- saying to blow the thing up, it's just to do the the seeds, which Apocalypse already has, that's where their pits are from. Um, and then also, I do believe, and maybe I'm misremembering, he is bluffing. Darkseid has no ability to know whether he's bluffing or not. Yeah, I, I the idea think, is just that Batman is. I I don't enough. know if they confirm it at any time. I always Ted can and Batman wouldn't do that. It like if he did do that, that just be bad character writing on Batman's part. So I always accepted that he's bluffing. Um, but I don't know if it's ever like if it was like oh I was lying about. I that I recall there's at least the line of Superman being like oh you were bluffing. Yeah, I haven't seen it a movie in a while. Um, I, I yeah, I, 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 I like both movies heaps. I I, like I just think Public I prefer Enemy's Public story Enemies. more, um, especially because uh, while I don't dislike Batman being there, um, it is pretty heavily a Superman story. Like it's all about Kara mm-hmm. and going to Apocalypse, which are all Superman based characters. 
And then they have like I like Big Barda, she's really cool in it and stuff, but I don't yeah. know. It's just so clearly like a, a Superman centric storyline. Yeah. Batman's which, also there. Yeah, which I think if you're going for a Batman Superman movie, you really need to find you need to balance. find that middle ground. Yeah. yeah. That like that and that's why I was saying I think when you have that sort of thing, you shouldn't go as big and bombastic as like, oh, we're fighting a dark side or fucking um I think the best person for that is an Amazo. You can keep up with Superman, but then it's Batman's human ingenuity and and cleverness that puts you over the day. Yeah, and like Amazo power level fluctuates so much. Like Batman beat him in Under the Red Hood. Which is crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just maybe he's not always indestructible unless he has someone's indestructible. Well, he clearly had Superman's powers going. Super strong heat vision. Yeah. Light. Uh, um, maybe indestructibility is just not, not a power you gets. can build yeah. into a robot. Look, it normally is for Amazo. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to think how, but I guess how would you do any of them? Well, yeah, how are you going to do any of them? <laughs> also, um, the same way they retconned how Superman does it, a force field. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it, Amazo would be pretty good. I I never found Amazo to be all that good as a main villain for something. He's usually good for a one fight type deal. Mm. Um, like unless you have someone who's using Amazo. Well, yeah, Amazo which... is a robot. He he's yeah yeah the main brain of the operation. Yeah, Especially I'm. If you're using Batman's brain as like the counter, you'd want either Ivo or Luther mm-hmm. or whatever to or, be the yeah, actual just big someone bat. behind there. Yeah, um, but yeah, that'd be pretty good. Um, you, you could do a lot of good stuff. I think uh, when Batman and Lex Luthor go up against each other, I think there's a lot of interesting interactions there and stuff when it happens. Like especially in stuff like um, the Justice League cartoon and stuff, I loved whenever they were on screen together. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, that time when Batman does kill a parademon and he like backflips onto him, um, and he like kind of goats Lex Luthor into being like the hero, like going for the hero move. Um, and then Lex Luthor becomes a god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa, really got really got him, Batman. Batman got it fucked up a bit there, but um, but uh, yeah, I I like when they go up against each other, and then you could have like sort of even if Lex Luthor is the only villain with it, which with Superman beating him all the time is not shouldn't be a problem all of a sudden. Yeah, but that's the thing about Lex his his danger is variable because he's so mm-hmm. smart and because he is one of the few villains who is like, oh, this plan didn't work. Well, let's actually be clever and make a plan that might work. The idea mm-hmm. that Superman is now having a problem isn't so crazy to me. Yeah, no, that's fire. But um, yeah, I think he could take them alone. Although that does kind of, like you said, with the Doomsday or Dark Side being the villain, it's like, oh, this is a Superman. Right, story. right. That's why I did like in World's Finest when um, it was lex luther and the joker yeah lex luther used the joker yeah it is still mostly lex joker is essentially a a bishop in the chess game yeah yeah and that's fine as long as you just have someone there it doesn't have to be the joker because 
Well, that's why I, I think Amazo, because he's neither really either of them's enemy. He's a Justice League enemy. And so he can still yeah. fight either of them without it being too much of a problem. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, I, I think Lex Luthor is a good villain to go up against the both of them because he has aspects that each of them are really good at right. against going up against Superman punching a big robot. Batman, okay, Batman buys his company. Cat, cat and mouse. Um, but uh, yeah, Batman I just think he's selling a bunch of stock so that Luther Corp goes down in, in the stock market. I, I do really like that too. When it's if when in moments when it becomes instead of Batman versus Lex Luthor, it's, it's Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne versus, versus Lex Luthor, and they just have a pissing contest. Oh, I, I, who's I, got the most money? I would love a thing where like Lex Luthor's plan involves say like it's um what is it the kingsman thing where it's like in phones or whatever and mm-hmm. batman's the how he beats him is batman just puts out the same kind of phone but free without the thing <laughs> and so nobody buys the luther phone yeah he just puts out a better phone for like a good deal cheaper yeah yeah and it's just like oh okay well yeah let's do that instead <laughs> everybody's like oh yeah that's neat that's fun and Lex is um, like, can't do shit against that yeah you can't punch the economy Mm -hmm. i think one story that actually has that explores the three of their relationship really well and it's actually pretty surprising how well it does is the injustice universe not Mm. the video games the first i haven't read the second season of comics comics, or whatever yeah. yeah based off of the second game but the first one has a lot of really good batman superman stuff for one before they're kind of falling out and everything before it's just evil superman and whatnot like i think what we were saying about the them being good friends uh as opposed to a really bad moment like in hush there's like a really good moment in that when superman goes to tell batman that lois is having a baby and then they kind of have like a shared moment of happiness between them where like Batman like figures it out beforehand. And Let like Batman be happy sometimes. Yeah, that's that's a problem I have with heaps of Batman. That's not Batman and Superman. That's just Batman. That's, Let Batman be happy sometimes. Highlights it. Yeah. Let Batman be happy for other people, if not for himself. Batman could choose to give himself the shittiest life possible because of his fucking endless mission or whatever. But like that doesn't mean he has to be an asshole to his friends. Yeah, yeah. Let him go to Dick Grayson's marriage and be genuinely happy. Yeah. I I, I love that shit in comics. I love uh good Batman. Yeah, I I absolutely hate the edge lord I the coldest guy I can beat anybody around. with enough pressure. oh yeah that's a different deal but that's another problem i have with some people's depictions of batman is i'm a god don't batman. let batman fall into his own hype batman yeah. should be scrappy and fucking he wins but he's struggling for every fucking inch he gets yeah um which um that brings Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Brings me to another one of my favorite Batman Superman. Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. Um, I love very fucking, scrappy in that. I love him fighting for his absolute oh, life. And, in that and he movie. at no point really is like, yeah, I'm ever gonna win this fight. Yeah, it's like all a, a bit, really. Yeah, like throughout that whole fight, he's lucky if he even like becomes a blip on Superman's radar. Yeah, and just it's great. Him it's so good. A little bit. Yeah, I I love all of that. I think they have some really good moments together in that. I will um, say that does have a little bit of that thing I was talking about, where they make Superman kind of a Reaganomics government stooge. Yeah, that's fair. Um, He's here with it much less, but still, the the idea yeah. that Superman can't tell that Ronald Reagan is like a bad dude is kind of weird. <laughs> um, it's yeah. It, well, I think it's because when it was written. Um, it wasn't seen that Ronald Reagan was a no, he dude. was at the time too. Well, yeah, I'm I'm just saying that's why the Frank Miller did it. Yeah, he doesn't um, like Ronald Reagan. That's why he made him. He was like, all right, well, I'm gonna be in a bunker while I nuke the shit out of. <laughs> um, but uh, oh yeah, when Superman gets nuked in that, fucking great. I I love when he fucking looks like a fucking skeleton ghoul. And then he uh, grabs flowers and sucks yeah, the sun out of him. Yeah, I I never understood that. Well, plants suck up sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. But, so he sucked the sunlight out of the plant but juice. Does he have vampirically? Shouldn't he be able to do... Like, people absorb sunlight. Well, like, maybe it was an ability... Well, we absorb the vitamin D from what our yeah. body gets from the sunlight, which is similar to what our plants do, relatively. Um, So I don't really... I don't, I, look, I assume that's not a also... I, I assume that's also sort of what Superman's doing, just like at a different level. Well, I don't for think a different he's, thing, even. Yeah, I don't think he's just like legitimately absorbing, like. Well, no, just... that's that is sort of what it is. His body absorbs radiation, which light is radiation, 
and it does different things to him. That's why kryptonite and its various colors do different things. Yeah. And why he's I, so um, affected by radiation. Yeah, but I, I'm saying it's like specifically the solar radiation of it. Like, I don't think Superman can stand in a room with light on and then decide to just suck up all the light in the room and have like a pitch <laughs> black room. Um, um, look, I don't... I. Honestly, with the quote unquote physics of how his powers work, that should be an ability he has because it's basically the opposite of his solar flare ability um, or heat vision for that matter. Um, it's dumb, <laughs> so he shouldn't do it. But like science, again, heavy air quotes as written, it should be relatively something within his abilities. Then, if he can do that, he could vampiric leech people and just suck like the light out of them, like he did with the. Well, yeah, but like we're not nearly as built on like we might get well, a little yeah. smaller, our bones a little weaker. But like, there's also there's there's like always a thing where it's like, oh, we've cut off your fucking. You're running on borrowed time, Superman. We cut off your solar radiation, or we cut off like you from the sunlight. And like, if he's fighting like twenty guys or whatever, he could just go suck off the sun from them and be fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much we have of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. You if even just working in an office job can give you vitamin D deficiency, <laughs> I just don't think we get that. Well, I think that means we. Wouldn't that mean we got a lot because it's enough to affect us when we're missing it? Well, no, but because they're not missing it. That's not their whole day. They still go outside. Yeah, no, no that's true. Uh, yeah, we probably have a pretty shallow battery. Yeah, that's sunlight. what I'm saying. Look, to be honest, flowers, even though they use it a lot more, much smaller. So the science doesn't work. Yeah, look, I think... I think it's probably, if I were to just take a guesstimate, I think it'd probably be a dozen rows, a dozen flowers <laughs> to every person. One bouquet of flowers. Yeah, one bouquet of flowers has the same sunlight as every person. This is cool but, sunlight, man. But those are specifically sunflowers that follow the sun all day, absorb <laughs> all the sunlight. <laughs> I guess so. But, uh, yeah, um, him and... Um, uh superman in those movies um i i i like the scene they have beforehand and i think the animosity to that is played pretty well because it's not like oh i hate you yeah they clearly whatever. don't like hate each other's guts yeah. they're just ideologically opposed at that point. yeah which what is what batman and superman dawn of justice should have been well that's what it wanted to be clearly well, it's, no, so, I, it's so based off that scene well yeah no that like the fight scene alone is just like basically fucking hey uh can i copy your homework uh just change a couple words and yeah yeah um but like it it's not really it's batman being scared of a guy and he really doesn't like the fact that he's scared of a guy so like he's like if I or I'm gonna kill this guy so I'm not <laughs> looking over my shoulder it's, or whatever. Yeah, it's Batman. Any but like 
For the same thing that he said, Batman should kill every president in the Snyder. Batman should give you. I don't understand why Batman. He had that fucking email or whatever. Why is he not going after the Flash or fucking Aquaman or whatever? If he's like, oh, any of these people, Aquaman could probably cause like a tsunami and kill a lot of people. I was gonna say a hundred people. <laughs> that, that's a lot for, for, yeah. for a normal man, but when you're talking on these super person scales, not that many people. Yeah, like the tsunamis. I guess I guess more. it's specifically Superman because he saw Superman and Zod's fight, and that that's what kind of scared yeah. him. Yeah, but like um, that's roughly on par with a nuke. And every American president has access to hundreds of those. Yeah. Why don't you go all Firestorm and get rid of nukes, Batman? Yeah. I mean, more superheroes should. Yeah. Firestorm had it right. Superman got rid of Wait, Wait, wasn't that a message of one of the things that Superman went around, got rid of all the nukes, and then we were fucked over because of it? Well, I think that was, yeah. yeah. I think some some writer was like, yeah, he got rid of all the nukes and then aliens came or some stupid shit. Yeah, what was that from? And we couldn't use... I want to say it was the beginning plot of Invasion with the yellow guys with the big red dots on their head. When the yeah. conglomerate... Oh, was it, did they do that in Young Justice? No, I don't... Maybe? For the Reach? I think they did that... No, because the Reach came in and became friends before we even had the idea yeah. of nuking them. Because that was I know, I, I know it was they did it in something animated. Mm. I'm I'm pretty sure that was Superman... it the White Mark. No, um, yeah, uh, it's those goo guys in the desert in the Timber in the Justice League animated. Oh yeah, it's right. That's why we need the Justice League because we don't yeah because we don't have nukes to kill those goo <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. We need nukes so we don't need the Justice League. <laughs> Look, I would have been glad to have a nuke when the Justice League oh. shoots out a massive laser beam at Fire me. back. I'd be like, yeah, I would be like, take it down. Yeah, except they would win that fight. All they're going to have to do is go and flick the nuke away. Well, yeah, but they might be busy. They were pretty busy at the time. Yeah, but you had no way of knowing that. Well, yeah, but everybody shoot at the same time let's see if you can get all of them <laughs> and destroy ourselves too the phone's got nowhere to go but down we'll be fine Superman will save us <laughs> Firestorm's around at that point he's, he's not never... he's never in the JLA no I think he is I he's think not. he's just a background character no he's no, specifically he's... not that's yeah, way brighter you're thinking of Yeah, no, he was going to be um the yeah, they main character. Gold, yeah, right? Captain um, Adams up there though. Yeah, Captain Adams up there. He can show he can maybe hold one nuke. And he doesn't like Superman, so so maybe he doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the opposite of the point I was just making. No, I'm saying after let the blow up happen. Also, he does like Superman. He just likes the America more. Yeah, well, if him. if the Justice League attacked us. And we attack them, he would be on our side. Yeah, except that he was there when that happened. Uh, the specific thing that happened, he'd already fought Superman and was in the hospital when that happened. I don't think we would have took that into account. I, I think, think we, we would have. I think we would have. I, I think we would have nuked, <laughs> nuked the Watchtower and then be like, all right, send Captain Adam up to take care of all the. Fallout. Oh, he he was there. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. I love that scene, though, when fucking Superman kicks his ass, and then, oh, like, yeah. he, he, like the, they still, like, take him to get helped, and he's like, he's one of ours. Yeah, uh, when Cadmus oh. comes to collect him, and he's like, don't touch him! He's one of ours. It rules. It's so great. Fuck, I love that scene. It's a good... Tim Daly I'm... and George Newman, uh, those are the two guys who... They have such a similar voice for Superman. I could, I didn't tell yeah, them. They switched yeah. for a very long time. Um, but that Superman is by far one of my favorite Superman ever. I am so hopeful for the future of these two characters right now. Um, it kind of sucks that I feel like both of these characters are on the right path, but not together. <laughs> because, because we know we're already getting a great Batman with the Batman. Yeah, I have no idea how brave and the bold is going to turn out. I suspect, even if it's good, I can't 100% love it depending on how Damien heavy it's going to be. And it seems incredibly <laughs> Oh, it's probably going to be... It's, yeah. But some interpretations of Damien are better than others. And who knows? Maybe this one, I'm like, no, okay, yeah, this some, works. Some of them are better than others. So far, none of them have I liked. Yeah, but I'm saying it's not impossible to get... Even amongst writers but, I love, like Grant Morrison. But, but, but... When talking about Damien... He kind of highlighted that he liked a bunch of the shit I didn't like about Damien. So mm. I don't have the best hope for that. But I do have a good deal of hope for the Superman coming out. Superman yeah, Legacy. Superman Legacy sounds good. It, it sounds good. Um, I'm All I need is a hopeful Superman. Take Superman from the animated universe and just use that as a template. That's how your Superman is. Throw it on the big screen. I'll be so fucking happy. And you give me a Superman as bright as he is and a Batman as dark as fucking Patterson's is without him being, oh, I'm like... Yeah, he's clearly still not a murderer. He's still clearly... He's a good guy. Fuck that scene in the Batman where he shows that he's as much... A symbol symbol of of hope? Yeah. As Superman is. It's so good, dude. Fuck, I love that It's like like that movie I already loved by that point. Like in the the theater, I was watching it. Honestly, from like minute like one, I was pretty into it. Yeah, I know. But by the time it hits there, I was like, oh, cool. So this guy like understands Batman. To a degree that I don't think any other like like filmmaker has. Film, yeah, I, I I just don't think any movie has like just immediate. Well, maybe not immediately because like it took the movie, but but like that's the point. Yeah, know? yeah, no, I I'm just not saying immediately is not the right word, but has so efficiently nailed the spirit of Batman. Right, so clearly like, gotten it. Yeah, and it's. Oh fuck! I love that movie. Yeah, I think I might and have to watch that movie again. If if Superman Legacy is any near as good for Superman as the Batman was for Batman, fuck! I'm gonna be a happy little. Yeah, I'll be in. I'll be pretty. I'll be pretty happy. Apparently, but, they're going young too. Not necessarily origin, but but younger, which is basically what they did for the Batman. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, look, I don't need young Superman, but Superman isn't a person why well, you could pick anywhere in Superman. No, yeah, I would just prefer be... not to have another weird situation with age. I mean, it looks like they're going that way anyway. Oh, Bruce... yeah, no, that's that's definitely the case because Batman's on his fourth Robin. Unless Superman... they just ignore that and it's um, his first. Yeah, unless they just ignore that, which I would 
absolutely hate. That would highlight my biggest problem with Damien is how now he kind of they... shits all over the found yeah, family yeah. aspect. The the idea that he's adopted these kids yeah. and they're like his real sons. And I, yeah, he's like, like there's no reason to distinguish blood. them. Yeah, they are his sons. But I, I hate like, that. Yeah, so no, much. I'm, I am and, his real boy. And and if you just full on erase the other robins which they have before like animated skipped over jason to go into tim and everything but you at least need dick grayson in there you mm -hmm. at least need a robin before damien to like make that idea matter in the slightest bit mm -hmm. um which i doubt will they're gonna do tim at all i doubt will ever get a tim in live action for maybe ever yeah. um which is a real shame he's he's my favorite he's great um i think he's the best as robin of the robins um i but uh, like dick grayson i could easily see i'm really hoping in the batman we get a dick grayson mm -hmm. now be... specifically that was more of what I kind of was hopeful for before they announced Brave and the Bold. Now that they're specifically doing a Batman and Robin there, that I have a I have to imagine that's because Reeves said he's not doing it in his. Yeah, um, I could see either that or they're doing they're like, oh, we gotta make it different than the Batman. We gotta put Robin in it. That might make Reeves decide not to do Robin, um, which. I'd be pretty disappointed with because I was really hoping for a Robin and um, knowing my only Robin on the table is Damian Wayne. Yeah. When, like it doesn't matter which Robin you could pick. Even if you gave Matt Reeves only Damian Wayne, I guarantee it would be way better. Oh, than, well, yeah. Uh, but like, don't, don't let that deter you. Go ahead and do Dick Gray. It's a different Robin. <laughs> How great would it be if we get these, the Batman movies, for 20 years and each one like not each one but every so often we get a new robin and then we get fucking like we start with young fucking new batman and then we end up with fucking grizzled veteran batman and he's got fucking tim drake with him how fucking cool would that be that'd be cool but i i, I just don't think anybody attached on wants any of that <laughs> i i don't think so like pattinson specifically was like uh that's why he didn't like go out for the MCU because of those huge contracts of like 14 picture deals. Reeves was like also. Well, yeah. Look, if you don't keep him, if you don't keep everybody on contract and you just keep them coming back because these movies are good, you're not going to get any of those problems. If like, if you, if they're coming back because they want to come back, that's going to make the movies better. Like with, each time they come back yeah yeah they just might not is what i'm saying yeah and they, like if they decide they're done then they're done i don't need fucking them to keep going for the sake of going um but like if they're still fucking loving it and still making bangers down the line and like they it, they get the opportunity it'd be great to see a fucking Batman universe or Batman anything that actually fucking ages and you get to see that life and career of the Batman with each of the Robins. Mm -hmm. um, 
but uh, i'm not gonna hold my breath but that would yeah be no nice. i i never said i thought it was gonna happen i just said I, it would be great it would be nice um if that happened that might be the only piece of media i ever need <laughs> the, like fucking eight the batman films or whatever and the penguin tv show <laughs> hell yeah um but um I've heard, I forgot um, what I was uh, saying before. There's a Alex. creator I like, um, Alex Hunter. Yeah, he goes by High Top Films. He's doing a Jason Todd fan film. It looks quite good. There's oh, yeah, I've heard about that. There's been a lot of like um, test footage and stuff he's put out for it. It looks really good. So, yeah. hey, maybe if I'm hankering for some Robin content that isn't Damien, I'll look at that. Yeah, uh, Jason Todd's maybe my favorite robin i don't know it switches from the first three on whoever damien whoever i'm watching at the moment my my idea is as robin i think tim drake is my favorite robin but my favorite character who has been robin that switch is a good bit i just think personally i think everybody gets cooler after the robin um except for i know the people disagree i know you disagree i disagree but clearly the writers don't they agree with you because they yeah they keep trying to revert him back it's i i don't think he should i just personally think he i like him more as robin more than red robin Mm -hmm. um and that mostly stems from i thought his costume was pretty dumb shit with the earless cows um but like that's just a taste thing um but i think it's worse than try and keep shoving him back uh in a spot that's already full or just having no absolute idea what to do with him other than that being like oh he's he's the drake now um he's he's oh he's robin again yeah he's fucking rare robin or don't worry about it um now damien is moved on and now he's something else he's named after the motorcycle i think um so tim's robin again (laughs) yeah um which hey look that's that's a thing people should be mad at i know a lot of people um got mad at robin for being gay or whatever but i'm mad that he kind of got demoted into being a robin yeah again because uh just because they needed the spot he's a grown-ass man Uh, you know what i would love right now you know what i could really use hey what if we got a new robin what if um uh damien's going off doing other shit don't put Tim back in there. Let's get a new Robin everybody falls in love with so we could I'll, I'll fucking overshadow Damien did with the other Robins. That'd be great. That'd that would be, be nice, nice for us. Yeah. We could get Carrie Kelly as like a real mainstream That'd be cool. continuity Robin maybe. And I Make a whole ass new character. Make a new you could you could do whatever you want with them and people uh, I, people will still complain but it'll people be more complain regardless, but... it'll be more acceptable than like changing a past character to try to fit with what you're doing if you just make a whole new character no you know what people say that but either way there's gonna they're gonna get yeah yeah it's it's what i prefer more insane i agree but um but yeah pitching this is like oh you'll get less hate no they won't yeah no that's i i i started with that (laughs) i i said what i agreed with and then realized (laughs) that's not whatever no um they will get hate regardless because it's yeah, because I started saying that, then I thought about John Kent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They made a newie. They hate him still. I don't. It's weird, yeah. but yeah. Um, I don't know. 
Batman, he's cool. Let him be cool again. Let him not yeah. be dumb. He doesn't need alternate dimension. Batman's coming in. What are you talking about? Batmetal? Oh, Batman. <laughs> I thought you were still talking about Brave and the Bulls, and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, that fucking Batmetal. I mean, they're gonna. No, they're, they're gonna not. do No Way Home, but Batman. Oh, now that they got, they're bringing back Keaton. They're gonna do Affleck. Keaton. I've heard that's what the the Flash movie's gonna be, basically. Dude, you know how actually happy I would be if they of course you Bale would. In? Like I, I'm not a fan of Christian Bale's Batman, and I know he would absolutely hate it. But if they just handed him a big enough check to make <laughs> him do it, that would destroy me. Like, and there's one shot where I'm pretty sure it's Affleck's, but like the way it's shot looks heaps like christian bales when he's like on the motorcycle oh yeah, yeah it is affleck as far as i'm yeah. aware but but it's very reminiscent of yeah, uh, yeah. the bale Batman. and hey trailers have been edited before yeah but it would absolutely annihilate me if i was if watching was, that um, movie george clooney <laughs> dude george clooney showing up would be so good see i would love it for a very different reason i love no way home because like i was watching that and like i'm like i love all of these guys but watching someone just painfully try to do that same thing and just reaching at straws for the options they have <laughs> For that kind of shit, it would be awesome <laughs> watching someone fucking like trying to tape up a sinking ship. I'd be like, "Oh no, but we got George Clooney." <laughs> that would fucking annihilate so hollow. Um, but at least they did it first. They'll copy something that's already very yeah. hollow. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's that's Batman Superman. Yeah. We we had talked about this maybe we were gonna do a two hour episode. We're not. We're both tired. Yeah, I I have no energy and I've been feeling like I was gonna vomit uh probably about halfway through. Um but uh yeah <laughs> I honestly have no recollection of anything we've said during this podcast. <laughs> My brain is so filled with fog right now. I've sort of been just running off moment to moment thoughts <laughs> um, yeah, i don't know how listenable any of this is yeah because uh, um, this is our anniversary our 100th episode do we want to run through some some highlights do a little bit of a, of a highlight real episode <laughs> well no we're not doing a highlight reel i was just rattling off some yeah stuff no i'm i for one am not going back and being like oh yeah let's take that clip. oh i'm not either fuck maybe <laughs> if i was no i wouldn't but maybe if i was feeling okay i would no I'm not doing that. At most, I think the most I'm willing to do for that sort of thing is maybe going through and just grabbing the end cards because <laughs> it's so easy to be like, yeah, okay, just grab those as a compared to like, oh, this was a good moment in an episode. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been two years. Um, thanks for coming on this journey with us, guys. Um, uh, what were you, some of your favorite episodes in this podcast? Um, Sounds like this is our last episode. And maybe and hopefully it's not, but it might be. No, probably not. Um, we got but, Last of Us to talk about next yeah. week. Um, let's see. Some of my favorite bits. I think um, a very, very fun episode. One of my personal favorites is 
the Jackson Bailey episodes we did mm-hmm. with uh, from Sans Spencer Radio. He's a, a podcaster over there uh, who we're, we're fans of, and he was gracious enough to come into our podcast not once mm-hmm. but twice. Um, um, yeah, a little sneaky behind the scenes for that. Um, so we've talked about doing a podcast for ages mm-hmm. as um, every two pair of white males. Do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, any and, two guys who have ever had a conversation longer than 10 minutes. And it might be pretty obvious uh, of the type of people we are where we'll have ideas and we'll say we're going to do something. And then but we, we, have, we have no motivation to do that thing until a long time later. Um, but uh, one day Adam was just uh, reached out to Jackson Bailey and asked him, Hey, do you want to be on our podcast? Yeah, so, um, and we on, decided we needed to make a podcast. It was on Twitter, and he just, I, and I, I genuinely, because he's a funny guy, I thought he was just joking. But he was like, Hey, if you want me on your podcast, ask me. And I was like, Okay. So, and I was like, Hey, I know you're probably joking. So, this is going to be really embarrassing if you are. <laughs> but, do you want to like come on my podcast he's like nope not a joke let's do it <laughs> I was like, oh shit i don't have a podcast <laughs> so we very quickly made one <laughs> yeah we threw out some episodes that's where batman and superman came um i think uh, we also did ben 10 which um yeah. i'd love to revisit that one at some point i love ben 10 i like uh, ben 10 too um yeah so we had him on those were um, some of the funnest uh, those songs. were yeah very fun uh, um, i will say uh, i think my favorite of the two is the second time he was on when we talked about the most at the time most recent um conjuring film which was legitimately insane uh and we just got to rattle off the the plot to him as he incredulously was like what yeah that was and that was real good. funny um yeah those were a lot of funs um i really liked um our well maybe that's uh i was gonna down the other guests like my cousin enrique by <laughs> saying our most our most recent popular guest um but uh when we had Tulark the barbarian on, yeah phil he's um, very great yeah i wasn't very familiar with him beforehand like i i've being a fan of D and everything like i've stumbled on his videos and whatnot um but when adam said we were getting him on i started watching him stuff his stuff and a genuinely like really cool creator yeah yeah uh, he's, and he's, that episode was so fun so fun like <laughs> he's 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 a immediately wants to like jump into stuff he's great he's he's funny uh he's good at D. clearly yeah. he knows a we lot talked about, about kingdom hearts Thieves. That he was loves fun. kingdom hearts and i <laughs> i specifically was like hey i don't know anything about kingdom hearts and he's like it's cool we won't talk about it and then we did well yeah because i knew kingdom hearts <laughs> <laughs> um and look uh not many chance do i get to blabber on about kingdom oh, hearts no, yeah somewhat in my life i, so, I um, practically refuse so so uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, um, if we're still sticking on guests, we had relatively early on, I think it's episode six or something like that. We had uh, Jordan Breeding, who was mm-hmm. um, at the time the head writer and uh, like video guy for Crack.com's YouTube channel. Uh, he has since moved on. He's doing his own YouTube channel, which is doing pretty well as far as I can tell. Um, 
where he does very long reviews of of everything in a series kind of thing uh where we talked about um groundhog days that was very fun oh yeah he, that a is lot what of, we were he gave us a bunch of movie recommendations of honestly insane movies <laughs> I, I was trying, I was like, man, I remember that episode being so fun, but I have no idea what we <laughs> talked about. It was Groundhog Days. It was Groundhog Days, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, we had a lot of friends of the show on. Um, we, we talked about him today, Marco. Um, uh, that I think we talked about Fallout with him. Yeah, that was and... the first time, and then he watched the Dune movie with us. Yeah, so we the Dune about movie. That. Yeah, that um, was pretty cool. Uh, just had my cousin, Henrique. Who... And he was very funny. Yeah, it was fun talking to him about Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he's probably the one who's listened to our podcast the most. Hey, other, I, guess. I don't so... know. Phil listened to a bunch of them because he was looking <laughs> for topics. And then he hit us with a bunch of lore from our show while he was on it. <laughs> it was ins- I, I, I was... I was astounded. I was like, I don't know how to interact with a guest who knows anything about yeah. us, including um, our friends. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, our good friend Weston, who made the theme Yeah, song he makes the episode. music uh, for uh, every episode you've heard, if you've heard this many. Yeah. Except um, for the over ones sometimes. Yeah. Um, and look, they've all been great. We, I'd, I'd love to get more guests on. They're some of my favorite episodes. Um, like we said, when we asked what your favorite episode is, and we started almost exclusively almost only with, going down the list the of our guests. Of episodes. It's um, as we far hate as each other, other. Yeah. we got a MythBuster situation going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! It's crazy for one person to not think it's a MythBuster situation, <laughs> and for the other That'd person be fucking to hit great. them with it. Uh, but yeah, um, I'd love more guests on. Um, yeah, we've talked um, about it forever, but uh, I'd love to have your girlfriend Sadie on. Yeah, yeah, we've planned um, on that. She's if very we, enthusiastic she about some topics. Yeah, if we do ever do a Bluey episode without her, I think she threatened me. So <laughs> we could. <laughs> We could honestly do a bluey we episode. Could. I we never might. thought I never thought about doing a blue episode. Never crossed my mind either. So but, uh, it looks like I was safe. But but I've seen probably every episode more than once with my niece. <laughs> and I've seen episodes both with her and with you and your niece. So I've seen plenty of the show. Um as far as non-guest episodes, uh and we haven't talked about it much, we probably should for our anniversary. Uh, we've done two Scoop Timbers. Uh, they're not all my favorites, but they're it's fun to there's, do them. Yeah, there's some. Uh, <laughs> um, look, um, <laughs> we've made some mistakes in oh, Scoop yeah. Timber. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. And look, that's part of the fun of Scoop Timber. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite Scoop Timber episode was reading that fan fiction. That's I, I, I legitimately every once in a while just think about that fan fiction, and I'm like. Man, what was that person going through? When they oh, were there? I have no clue. It's so strange. There's the first Scoop Temper, which almost nearly killed us. We were so sad. Oh. Yeah, look, the episodes on this podcast, you won't understand how sad we were if you've just listened to the episodes on this podcast. Our playthrough of Scooby-Doo Night of a Hundred Frights. It's on YouTube now. You killed. can go see it. Yeah, it was it was legitimately one of the worst experiences we ever had, and the one I plan to recreate with Scooby Doo <laughs> Unmasked for the PlayStation Two this year for Scoop Dem. We might not survive if we if we re- if we actually recreate it like that. <laughs> I remember that day. 
um after we recorded all of that because we we shotgunned that game mm-hmm. over like the course of like three days um and you were taking me home, and we went and got Carl's Jr., and we were just sitting in the parking lot, not we, talking. We drove home, and usually when I drive Adam home, we sit there and talk. We drove in stone silence, no music, no nothing. <laughs> no music, no <laughs> chit-chat. We just couldn't – We uh, saying another word to each other felt – like too much too much and I, I i think the first words we said to each other on that trip was after we were eating Kyle's junior i was like this makes me feel better <laughs> after i got some food in my <laughs> system uh because i i felt like dog shit oh no yeah i felt i felt awful one of the it's one of the low points in my life <laughs> um so yeah keep an eye out for uh this scoop timber stick around with us uh tell september uh which um hey if you guys don't know we we, we had the idea for scoop timber before Nerdsick did scoop tober before yeah wb even did scoop tober yeah yeah we and we picked september because it would be because october is the obvious one and we're <laughs> we clever thought it was funny <laughs> Um, and we we missed the opportunity uh because the very first one we did we just then had missed the the it was some like 30th anniversary of scooby-doo which was in september <laughs> yeah um <laughs> so, so like maybe our best choices but yeah stick around um for <laughs> for this year's um we I don't want to know do what some we more have movie plans. commentaries. Yeah, um, we want to do some more movie commentaries. Fuck it, maybe we'll do Batman Superman maybe now we that should. I'm thinking about it. That sounds it. funny. Uh, after uh, we're done being sick and we could get together sometimes. Yeah, once we can be in the same room again. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. Maybe we'll do. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna say this now. Um, if for this year for Scoob Timber, you're expecting a Velma episode <laughs> i don't think it's coming i don't think it's coming See, i've Are actually we... watched all of velma <laughs> why um because i figured we would do it for scooptober and scooptember and i didn't want to rewatch it then so i was like i'll just watch it now and i'll remember i don't remember anything about that show <laughs> i don't think i can watch it we watched the first was it Two only the first episode yeah it, it feels like it was the first three episodes but it might have just been the first one, um, but um, I watched that and it was almost legitimately unbearable. So consider <laughs> this the Velma episode. Um, but yeah, we we got some fun ideas planned for for this for the next one hundred yeah. episodes. Yeah, um, I probably do a lot more of the homebrew stuff. That stuff was that was really fun. fun yeah, uh, we did. And it sort seems of like a you guys trilogy. are super into it too. Yeah, so. um, you guys seem to like D and D. Um, we got Clearly that D and D movie coming out. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be pretty fun. Um, yeah, we got. I I know specifically. Um, and we've sort of had a problem with this for the last couple months of content to make um yeah, a little bit of a but, content uh, drought as yeah the stuff we would want to talk about is not finished so we gotta wait for that and then yeah. there's not been a lot of short form stuff coming out in the meantime uh but uh, that should month, be over this month is soon here pretty packed with movies um i work at a movie theater so it sucks each weekend <laughs> we got a new movie coming out 
Uh, Creed 3 just came out. I'm going to um, watch that this weekend. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I never saw the first Creed, so I, I probably got to give those you at should. a certain yeah, time. Yeah, they're, they're on HBO. Um, they're fun. They're very good. In fact. Probably hard for me to commit to that sort of thing <laughs> right now, be tired. I will probably just fall asleep during it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I hear Creed 3 is really good for my friends um, who also work at the theater. Um, I think this week it's Scream, which I was planning on going to watch um, uh, early, but don't think I will because I'm pretty <laughs> sick. Um, and then it's like John Wick, which I haven't seen the other ones either. So, I love those movies, so uh, we should probably yeah, watch those. I hear those are good. And then um, I forget what the other one is. Uh, we got uh, like we just said. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Out. Last of Us is yeah. Gonna be Last of Us soon probably going to be next week's episode. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I just beat the game last night. Ooh. No, the other night before. Fuck that game's hard to get through. <laughs> um, uh, if if you've caught up with the show, um, you understand how hard it could be to watch. In an interactive way, it's kind of harder. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll be for Last of Us. Yeah, episode. yeah. Um, um, so we've enjoyed making these a hundred episodes. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed Fuck, listening. That's crazy, bro. It's too many. Weeks. Yeah, I get it. That's a hundred weeks, bro. Yeah, that's that's. Well, if you add in the commentaries, of course, it's even more. But it's like over a hundred hours. Yeah. So most Jesus. of ours are at least forty minutes long. Jesus Christ! You can listen to us for more than three days straight if you wanted to. Yeah. And it seems like some of you might have done something similar. I have to that. seen people do something like that. Maybe not straight, but people don't some do people, that. No, nah, do it. It's it's rad. I love seeing the numbers get big. That's that's not good for you personally. No, it's probably not good for your health to hear that much of us. <laughs> of us specifically. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. Any anything anything else you're looking forward into the future? Any dream guests? Um, I don't know. I don't want to just throw out my my dream guests because uh, I, I when we don't get them, I'm gonna be even sadder that it's for everybody I, to know. I'm I'd not love gonna. to get Ben Shapiro on this podcast. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Um, um, I'd love to hear him at double speed talking to two <laughs> regular Ben Shapiros at a super speed Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> um uh for my main get i'll just throw out the the one because it's actually three uh the anti-donna boys they're mm-hmm. very funny they're gonna be in the dnt movie which i didn't yeah, believe which, at first yeah i true. i saw that i sent it to you and i'm like i can't tell if this is a bit and you said that's a bit and I was then like, like, it has to a be. bunch of be official bit. marketing came out and yeah then, I, I, guess... I, I saw paramount do it and then uh they just did a bunch of interviews about it so i was like oh no it's not a bit <laughs> crazy i uh, love those guys so though would love to get them on um probably uh i've already maybe not too early to say anything but i am in talks with other members of sans Spencer radio like we, we yeah. had adam on to talk about mm-hmm. D that was very fun oh yeah i forgot about the adam episode i'm sorry adam, <laughs> if you're not you're not listening definitely not listening but uh, um but yeah that was a great a really guest cool yeah episode yeah that felt much more like informative of an episode too mm-hmm. which was pretty unique um that that was pretty cool. That was um, really cool. Yeah, uh, I know we sort of had the mixings of other Sans fans members of the just the little hints. Uh, maybe um, 
getting some of them would be cool. Um, they're a great, they're a great podcast. Uh, whole kind a, of a legitimate company. inspiration for us. Oh yeah, they're they're all their shows are great. Um, but listen to ours, what? Because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, listen to ours instead of theirs. Stop listening to them. <laughs> 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 Um, but yeah, I think uh, Auntie Donna would be fun to talk to. I, I'm a big fan of theirs. Maybe we can get Ruben. Ant Man just did, so that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, maybe we could get one of the fucking Ghost Boys, like Ant Man did. Get uh, <laughs> yeah, Ryan, Ryan Vergara or Shane Madey. Um, look, I, I'm fine with anybody, but I'm going. I'm aiming a bit higher than you. You want little micro celebrities fuck that we're getting paul rudd on this podcast <laughs> okay fair enough hey look uh swing if, if we're both swinging and missing at least you shot for the stars <laughs> well i think that's gonna do it for us for this big three digit episode fuck that's good <laughs> oh yeah three digits what if we gotta stop doing this <laughs> What if we hit 500 one day? Bro? That'll roll, man. <laughs> That's too much. What if, that would be like fucking, what, five, four years? It would be two more years to get to 400 and then another year. No, four more years to get to 400 and then another two years. So like six more years? Fuck. That's too much. That's not happening. You're not getting an episode 500. Um, but yeah, maybe you will. 100 years. We keep, we keep talking about um, doing an RPG podcast. Um, yeah. but like we said, we're horribly motivated people. <laughs> um, That's true. So it might not ever happen. But, um, but it might. I, it, it, keep your ears pure. You know what? I'm sitting Watch today. this space. <laughs> Um, in May 17th, the first episode of our RPG podcast cool, is cool, coming cool. out. You didn't say what year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that'll do it for us this week. This yeah. hectic, messy. This 100 years of our podcast. This absolute dumpster fire of an episode we had. Be on. nice to us. We're sick. Yeah, it's not our fault. It's God's fault. It's God's fault. He made us sick. He did this to us. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but genuinely, just, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, um, I see thanks. our analytics. I, I, I genuinely, it makes me happy that somebody is listening to this and getting something out of it. So, thank yeah, you. Thanks for sticking with us. Hopefully, you stick around with us. Um. Watch us blossom into the little virgin flower we become. <laughs> sure. That's one way to put it. Um, and I think that's a good note to end on as any. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. We didn't even mention our socials. Or Holy shit. <laughs> I forgot. No, I cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's our 100th episode. If you, you, you don't know our socials by now. There's no way you can leave that in. Anybody who stuck with us for any amount of episodes will no longer, yeah. After that.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.